The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. It's pronounced ash-hole. You dumb asshole. Excuse me? It's ash-hole. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> it's ash-hole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. For the last time, it's ash holes. Oh, you were right. I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time, once again, for my kind of ash holes on Unfiltered Cigar Radio. And welcome back to the Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studios. I'm Aaron. I'm here once again with Mike and Ed. What's up? And we're going to smoke some cigars. Heck yeah, we are. I've been looking forward. All day long, I knew this was gonna gonna be the one we were smoking, so I was prepping. I was I mm-hmm. was getting my palate appropriately dirty, but not muddled, <laughs> so I'll be able to taste this one because I'm actually really excited for it. What is it? We're uh, smoking today the H. Upman 175th Anniversary Cigar um, by Altadis. Um, this is not a Cuban H. Upman. This is the Altadis H. Upman. Yeah, otherwise, we wouldn't be smoking it. Well, well we could be not smoking. necessarily. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah just we probably be. could legally. Right, right. It's but, all right nowadays. But, we will eventually be selling this one after strong reviews. This is this is really really good. Mm. Um, I've had it before. This is my second time smoking it, so I'm gonna see the consistency on this. Okay, It'll yep, be nice. This is my first approach. This is um, wrapped in a Medio Tiempo wrapper, which is a very low yield tobacco. Mm. Um, it comes from the top of the plant, so nice thick leaves, not long. It's a very low yielding type of tobacco. Yeah, you don't hear about it too often. Um, well, no. If anything, it's mostly used for filler mm-hmm. because, yep. um, you know, as you know, wrapper leaf is really hard to grow. Yeah. I mean, even if you grow it, well, it's, there's no way of really growing wrapper leaf. Right. It's like you can just sort out what could be a wrapper leaf from Yeah, that's how they do it. existing growth. For so. sure. Yeah. I mean, there's certain techniques that they do um, with wrapper leaf to protect it, yeah. right, with the shape. Yeah. But there's no guarantees. Right. Yeah. The cheesecloth um, is a technique they use, you know, kind of to prevent hail damage. It's just really hard to grow a nice, pristine wrapper leaf, and that's why it's so expensive. You know, when it's all grown, that stuff is is the most expensive. That's what the fa- the farms make their money mm-hmm. on the wrapper leaf. Um, and this, they're making the wrapper out of a tobacco that's not only notoriously difficult to get clean, uh, like it's beautiful. Like it's not no water spots or anything. Yeah, it's immaculate. very nice wrapper. I mean, I would hope it's for small. a hundred seventy fifth anniversary. Yeah, you're gonna. Pull out all the stops. Right, you know? but for a cigar using such, like, that kind of tobacco, you would think this would be, like, a, a $40 cigar, $50 cigar. These, from what I know, is going to be around $18 for a hmm. single. And um, it's uh, is it limited production, I imagine? Super. I would super, hope so. Well, not super limited. I yeah, it's so, a, a couple thousand boxes. Uh, yeah, it's still pretty high, actually. Yeah. Nah, it's more than a couple, actually. I think it's 14,750 boxes of 10. There's also yeah, 50... Yeah. Barely limited. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but for each oven, I mean, they're, they're That's what I mean. So, and the boxes are 10. Them. So 140,000 cigars. And then they're also doing commemorative 50-count um, humidors. Um, but right from the start, the first thing I noticed, as you know, what I look for is, you know, presentation-wise, that foot band. We can't even call it a foot band. It's, I wish we had a, left it it's on. It's like a foot cap. It is like a foot cap. Yeah. It, it completely encloses the bottom part of the, of the cigar, the foot. 
Um, and it is more of a cap than a band, um, and it looked really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've it's, never seen that done before. It, it folds kind of an interesting way. You know, it has like a yeah a little top hat almost. Yeah, I don't know if you know? Ed can get that, but it is like kind a tin of, can. Well, my, yeah, like a can of tuna. It my looks best like zoom is on on the middle mic right now on mic where okay, it should well. be because you know. Bam! All right, take check shot. this out. So this little foot band and i'm not giving you the middle so it's finger. got like a normal foot band for normal people that are just listening and, and then, then it has like oh. a if you imagine a tin can that's been opened it just kind of flaps down and it's got some arms that attach to that foot band yeah so, so. it completely if you look at the bottom of the cigar Mike, is it appropriate to put it on your middle finger no it's not it's on my ring finger <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought i had a thing for a second i'm like one two all right that's the middle one um it's cool at the bottom of it when you look at the bottom of the cigar you'll see the the blender aj fernandez um and then it says grupo de maestros which is you know group of masters he's a master blender for mm-hmm. Alt- altidus or he does work for them um yeah, he does a lot for a, a lot, lot of, of people <laughs> his yeah. name is probably on more brands than anything. oh yeah oh yeah he makes some you know really really sought after cigars yeah. you know people always come in hey what do you got from aj yeah. what, what what's he doing lately and if he puts his name on something it sells. Nice guy too. Very humble. I've heard. I haven't had the chance to meet him yet. I mean, that was kind of part of the whole, um, you know, reason I got the job here is, you know, like the other day, Steve Sock is in here, sitting like right here, like you know, and he was <laughs> when I started out, uh, you know, smoking cigars. I was like, holy. Were you a fanboy? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I, I almost, still am almost. I almost met AJ once, but he was quite late. Yes. Oh yeah, he was like an hour and what ten happened? minutes late or something for a show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? So it's still very nice, but I, I was he young, wasn't driving. So island time. Yeah. yeah like it happens. You know, I always like to be, um, coaching college used to say, if you're 15 minutes early, you're 20 minutes late. So more or less be there a half an hour early mm. from everything. Unless you're showing up at somebody's house for dinner, but then it's rude. You don't show up. Yeah, don't show up early for, for <laughs> yeah. something like that. Anything you come personal. fashionably late yeah. at that. But if you have to be somewhere, just be early. Be yeah. waiting. When I had my interview for the job. I was wicked early. <laughs> I sat down there and smoked a nice cigar. Speaking of cigars, let's talk a little bit more about Yeah, about lots this. of flavors. This is a Nicaraguan Puro. It is it. Yeah, you, yeah, can, you, can, you can taste that. that. It's got that spice. Mm. Um, it's getting almost some chocolate sweetness, uh, dark, you know, um, you know, unsweetened chocolate. I'm just trying to pick up what that spice is. You know, it's like a cinnamon type of thing, but yeah, it's a little heat. You feel it on your tongue. Yeah, yeah but I yeah, I wouldn't say red pepper. Yeah, I wouldn't say red pepper. No, it'd be more whitish, but not black. It's good. I don't know. Yeah. We'll, I need we'll Jonathan. How about uh, some ginger, maybe? Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, ginger is spot on. That is. That's it. It really is. It's got that warmth you on the tongue. You are experienced yeah. at ginger Sullivan. That's what I've smoked a cigar or two in yeah. my mm-hmm. day. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like... And you're well acquainted with spices. It's almost... Yeah, like uh, sushi ginger a little bit, but a little spicier. Like spicy sushi ginger. Like you went to a good sushi place that makes their own Their own ginger. ginger. <laughs> or right. with, with the sweetness of candied ginger. Candied ginger. Yeah. Those, are, those are really good. Yeah, oh, but yeah. then I feel like that doesn't have enough spice. But yeah, you know, a little candied ginger. Made by an artisan who really wants to tweak it with the spice, like you know, extra. All right, extra jo- all right, yeah. Jonathan. I'm trying. Yeah. He he's really good with that. Stuff. Very full flavored though, you know. Right off the bat, Very rich, dark, for, right? Yeah. For and Churchill too. Construction wise, this is firm. It is. And, yeah. You know, I was actually concerned until I got it cut and lit that it would have a tighter draw. But yeah, it's got some resistance, which it's, which I like. I mean, it's just right for me. Yeah. I like that. You know, just. A, work at a little bit that's actually going to tie into the top five today 
Um, well, with the, do you think we should do it? We'll go there. I think they call that Hit a segue. Yeah. Come on. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So, for today's top five list, um, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. I like to give people little pointers here. So, we're going to be doing um, the top five things you want to keep in mind and take note of when you're smoking and enjoying a cigar. All right. So, kind of what we do every time, every More week. More or less. Yeah. And, and it's one of the things Just where... Breaking it down a little bit. Exactly. Where these are the things that you look for. And if you're trying to keep notes, I've got a lot of friends who save bands and then write a little blurb about yep. them. These are some of the things you want to note because they're going to be consistent across the board, something you can find in all cigars yep. and things you want to pay attention to. So, number one, even though, Aaron, you said that it's really not important for the new beginners to smell, smell is important. That's going to be one of the things because you can start building your mental database of, hey, when I smelled that, it tasted good. I smelled that, Hmm. it tasted good. So, you need to have a frame of reference. Eventually, if you smell the cigar enough and you pick up certain things, you'll start to remember that. And you really don't know what you're getting into. So, the smell, if you smell manure... Don't be scared. No, it's that's not, that's a good sign. It's a good sign, <laughs> yeah. and it's not going to taste like that. So, no, not so at the all. number one, yeah, smell the cigar yeah, and manure, kinda, barnyard, barnyard kind of smells. Those are oh, very common. That's some of my favorite cigars is yeah. the barnyard. So, yeah. smell the cigar and kind of mentally take a note of what you smell. Number two, the look of the cigar as far as how the seams and the wrapper is applied. Just the general look of the wrapper. You want to take a look, and if the seams are immaculate and if they're not all wrinkled up. Mm-hmm. You'll see in some lower-end cigars where they could have taken the time to kind of straighten out those seams, but they, they didn't. Well, they're just cranking them out. Yeah. They're cranking them out pretty quickly. So if you see a cigar where the seams are immaculate and you can barely see where the wrapper leaf overlaps, it's a good sign. Mm-hmm. And that's something you want to note. Immaculate seams, you know, good wrapper. Number three... The firmness, the firmness in your hand, yeah. you know, the weight of the cigar. And throughout the cigar. You For know, sure. Those soft spots that it's consistent throughout the whole length. The entire way. If you find a soft spot, don't don't smoke it or bring or, it back. Or a bulge where it's a hard spot. That's, right. That's yeah. Worse not to say it won't smoke, but yeah. it's just not ideal. You want a cigar to be perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're paying good money for it. If you go to a cigar shop and you pick one out of the case and you find a really big soft spot, show it to the staff so that they can make appropriate. Yeah, uh, this one, for example, man, there's no seam. I cannot find it. I know. And you know, people say that a lot. I'm like, ah, I can see the seam. This one, I cannot see the seams. Yeah, and and you know they did a really good job. And and the roller, as they're putting it, the wrapper leaf on the table, and they cut out that little uh, tenderloin that they're going to be putting on as the wrapper leaf. They take the time to not just done they sit there and they take it meticulously yep. so that it lines up and all the veins are running along Get their master rollers oh yeah and it's it's a work of art so that's something um so where am i number three cold draw not enough people do cold draws i see a guy pick the cigar up put it in his mouth light the thing never having taken a cold draw 
It's not essential. No. It's just another thing I mean, that you can... And it's, it doesn't always correlate to what the cigar tastes like. It's because other, yeah. when it burns, it's going to be a totally different flavor. Right. Um, More or less, But it though, is part of the process. It is part yeah. of the process and something that a lot of people, I think, miss. It's, I, I, I like doing it. And it's not, like you said, going to give you a definite, this is how the yeah, cigar is. Like, I've never had the cold draw influence the rating of a cigar, you know? No. It's like, oh, there was nothing on the cold draw. It's like, well, it's... No, but it's part of the things when you want to write something (laughs) about a cigar and you're experiencing it to its fullest, make sure you take the cold draw, you know, get an idea of what it tastes like. I like raisins. If I taste raisins, it's going to be a good time. And number one, your burn line. It's going to be the burn line. You want to be, as you're smoking the cigar, noticing how evenly it goes. Um, like we were talking in the last episode, a nice shot burn line usually means well-aged, properly cured tobacco. Yep, well-constructed. Um, well-constructed um, because it's burning evenly. This one, invisible. Dimes. You know, there's like no burn line. It's, right. it's down to nothing. You can barely see the black edge. No flaking on the ash is yep. another thing, but that's also part of it. You want to make sure that the thing burns evenly. Mm-hmm. If you have to touch it up often... Um, and it's not like super thick tobacco. And it then, wasn't your lighting issue, you know, for your sure. own fault. Yeah. Happens. Some of the thicker tobaccos, like some of the stuff that I, yep. I like to smoke. Um, and if it's actually humid out, that yeah. can affect it too. So it's well, not always a construction the issue. The other thing I would discourage people from doing is overly touching up cigars. Yep. Often a burn will correct itself. Yeah. Yep. And yep. it does help to be rotating the cigar somewhat mm-hmm. as you're smoking it. Especially yeah, in a vehicle. <laughs> Especially in a vehicle. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, if you have one window open and you're smoking a cigar, it's essential. And if you're hanging it out by the window, then it's you're going to get that side. It's gonna you, it'll, you'll see. Chase. It'll run down the end. All you have to do. Because admit it, you've done it, right? Did where, it on the way here today. it's burned about an inch lower yeah, on one Just because side. the wind is blowing over as so you want to get then it in up the car, almost in the windshield. You take your torch, it incinerates, and then hot <laughs> Ash, ashes everywhere, blow everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. And then you're uh, on the 5 o'clock news. It <laughs> sounds like you were in my vehicle this morning. We're That's exactly what happened. You. you know what? The funny thing is, I hired I don't even know if it's funny. That's another tick of mine. It's mm. not really that funny. Yeah, people say it all the time. Yeah, and it's not up to you whether it's funny or not. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Uh, <laughs> Something that I noticed is that um, you can definitely tell from the flavor. Like you're enjoying a cigar, and then all of a sudden there's a transition that wasn't expected, which sometimes is from the tobacco. And you look, it's burning well, and it's the tobacco. But when it goes off past, I think, like a quarter of an inch, you can usually start to notice the difference. If Well, if the wrapper's not burning and right. whatever. yeah. What it is, and just as Oliver um, on the last episode, perfectly, perfect analogy, he, um, he said it's like a bite of a nice cheeseburger with all the fixings. Yep. If you don't get everything in one bite, you get a little bit too much of this or that. Mm-hmm. What you're doing when the burn is off is you're getting either too much wrapper versus filler or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You want to have that in proper proportion so that it smokes well. Although it tastes good. I find the retrohale on this a little surprising. I mean, there, there's more harshness in the nose than I expected yeah. based on the strength of Very different of the flavor cigar. on the retro. Yeah. yeah, harshness. I like it. I like no, the I harshness. Like it. Yeah. It's just I expected yeah. you know smoother. it to be a smoother retro. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another thing that I, I, I've been really kind of thinking about lately. It's it's funny how the word smooth goes down there to, to any customers, but specifically like new guys, they hear the word smooth and they're like, Oh, this is good. That's that's what I want. I want smooth. I want smooth. <laughs> okay. 
if I hear smooth <laughs> from a tobacconist at a location, I'm like, what's next? Because I don't – my cigars that I smoke beat up my palate. It's smooth. <laughs> it's creamy. Yeah, no, I don't want any yeah, of that. It's like, it's like it. you mean smooth as in it's not offensive to your – you know, not stinging or smooth as in yeah. creamy because that's two different things. That was yeah. like El Tayo was smooth. Was smooth it was. But, but it's – I would like something that kind of gives you a little bit more of a zip. You know, almost your eyes start to water you like when that you blow it out. Burst, right? Yeah, more. Or, it's, yeah, just yeah. a little dirty palate. Yeah, yeah a know? little dirty. A little bit. Yeah. Like almost to the point where you're like tasting that charred meat, you know, charred steak. I love that flavor. That's my jam. If I smoke them all day, I'm done though. Mm. <laughs> where are we time wise? We almost had a break. Yeah, we're good. We're we're okay. All right, let me get some water, man. Because yeah. I, I feel like another thing that has to be said is what you've smoked before is going to affect. What, what you smoking what now. you smoked, what you ate, right? You know, I smoked. the words you said now. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> more or less. language, filthy cigar. Yeah, now. <laughs> people, you know, put ideas in your head. Um, yeah, uh, the voices talking. The voices, the voices. Leave me alone. <laughs> I have to work with Jonathan on a routine basis. Oh gosh. And I have to talk to myself out back to like reinforce I'm doing the right thing because he'll come in and tell me I'm doing whatever. So you go into the humidor. And I go in the humidor. Like, like you're like, fine, man. It's you're like fine. A, a mantra. Yeah, you're not the good. crazy one. Yeah. You're not, not the crazy. Add a little one. extra humidity with tears. <laughs> <laughs> you know how? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's really humid in here. <laughs> no, but I oh, go. That retro just got me so. Yeah, I'm, I just go smoke my eyes, man. It's not, not a big deal. All right. Yeah. Well, we can take our break while we pull ourselves together. While I now. cry. Yeah. It's fine. All right. All right. When we come back, we'll continue smoking the H. Upman 175th anniversary. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davros Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davros Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davros Escurial tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davros Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars, each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth, flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. 
Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ash Holes on the United Podcast Network. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're still smoking the H. Upman 175th Anniversary, blended by A.J. Fernandez himself. Ah, hey. Ah, hey, uh, Fernandez. While you're at it, check us out on Facebook. Give us a like on Twitter at The Ashles or on Instagram at Ashles Radio. And shout out to the guys that are watching live on Facebook. And shout out to all my Stacking Dimes peoples. And as much as people, uh, you know, didn't want to get on board, I forced everybody to do it by shoving it down their throat. Now it's kind of a thing, and now they don't really mind as much as well, long as I don't bring I, it up. As, I still as mind. I mean, I post there, but it, but it bothers you and I, me. Yeah, it's like Ed, it's still just a firm ass. Come on, you and I, kindred spirits. I, I want to grow up to be Ed Sullivan. He's the man. <laughs> um, you know, we were ch- talking in the break, actually, about how surprising it is that this is as flavorful it is, as it is for the point in the cigar that we are. Mm. Um, size matters on um, a lot of things. Especially cigars. I had to say that. I'm sorry. It's childish. I, I saw you. I saw the look in your face. It's just it's cliche at this point, really. But it does. <laughs> All right. Size does does impact. And the Churchill normally takes about an inch or two inches before you 
you know, finally get into those those pockets of to the robusto size where that's where the flavor picks up. Right, that's, that's how robusto. it's blended, you know. Right, and so I'm surprised that I'm getting this much flavor right now. Uh, that you are too. I mean, yeah. we're both sitting here like, wow, you yeah, know, um, right off the bat. And if you get us a guy like a Churchill that you know is going to build, I'm looking forward to smoking this entire thing. And yeah, it's I think great. it's an interesting choice of size. This is the only mm. size, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. So they really went with a, a more traditional size. Yeah, although makes sense. This is not a Cuban size. No. <laughs> Churchill. Yeah. Well, what was this, a 50? Seven yeah. by 50. Yeah, seven a, by 50. a Cuban Churchill's a 47. Oh, 47. Yeah. Yes, it is. 48. Okay, yeah. No? I, I believe. think the American Churchill sort of started at the 48 and then bumped to 50. That's interesting. Yeah, we do everything like a little that. bit bigger. You know? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> the thinner ones, you know, you get more wrapper leaf to filler ratio, so I kind of usually lean towards a Lonsdale which would probably be more towards the traditional yep, Cuban which is Churchill. 46. Yeah, okay. something something thinner. And I think they're more intense flavor wise. Yeah. You get more I, of the I prefer, more concentrated. I prefer sub 50. Yeah. You know, 50 is as large as I like to go. Some cigars, you've got no choice. Yep. You've got to go. A lot bigger. of cigars, you have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Seems like that's the trend. Is that there's a lot of people that come in and think that they're getting a value by getting um, an eight by Gordo 70 or cigar. Bigger, yeah. Right. It's like, okay. Uh, you know, yeah, you just smoke pay. it for three hours. <laughs> I mean, you could take that cigar apart and make like 12 Coronas out of one <laughs> super extra If Gordo. you could actually take it apart, then that'd be one skilled uh, cigar my, smoker. <laughs> yeah, my palate has a short attention span. Mm. Yeah. So. The only guy that really gave me a good explanation for why he liked um, the, the large ones that we have was he was a long haul trucker. Yeah. And he likes to light one cigar. And the cigar that we have that is that large one, it yeah. burns well. Like it's really well made. The JFR it's, Lunatic. It's like his commute cigar. And that's what he says. He says like about three and a half hours he can get out of right. a cigar. If he lights it up once, doesn't have to do any touch ups. I mean I mean that I mean, especially if you're driving, you, you don't want to be lighting that's the, right. the Yeah. The I mean, not just not any huge ring gauge. Like the ones we have specifically, we're talking about the the Lunatic from Egg and Orso Leaf and the JFR mm-hmm. line. We're talking about Asylum cigars, some of the bigger yep. ones. What's good about them is you get a lot of tobacco, so you're getting whatever value that, you know, whatever. But you're also getting the quality of construction because it's not easy to have a cigar that thick burn so evenly yep. and burn well. Mm-hmm. It, it takes a lot of practice. Those guys have it nailed. Yeah. Well, speaking of value, why don't we do our yeah. Freddy? Yeah. Oh, wow. he's cheap. It's time, (laughs) once again, to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. And now, Mike, this is a good topic for you today, Mm -hmm. because Freddy's thinking about donuts, and I think you've eaten about a dozen of them today. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's understated. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days, when life was simpler and cheaper. I want to talk to you about breakfast pastry. When I was a kid, we had donuts. Three kinds to be exact, plain, powdered sugar, and jelly. Today there are hundreds of donuts, along with bagels, danish, croissants. But I got one question. What the hell is a cronut? It sounds painful. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. 
Anybody? Anybody ever have one of those? Cronut. No, I have not. You never? Is it a Cruller donut? No, it's no. a croissant donut. Croissant donut. Uh, so, so it's got like flaky okay. layers in the donut. But is it super sweet thing? still? Uh, it's, a yeah, it's, a it's a donut. It's a donut. Just a donut. Right. What, what it is, you ever had the French Cruller from Dunkin' Donuts? Yep. Better than a cronut or whatever, because Dunkin' Donuts tried to do the croissant donut yeah, cronut. They did. And I ordered one. I'm like, whatever. And they charged a lot. It was like <laughs> six bucks or something. Yeah. I don't know if it was that much, no, but it but. came in. It's a little <laughs> box, like a clean uh, show. Too, I was too like, pretentious for a donut. That's what it was. And I, I ate it, and it was so airy. It tasted good, but. I'm like I'm paying for all that air. Yeah, see, I like it's a like little, Swiss cheese. Like you pay thickness. for all I'm holes. all about the Boston cream. You know, nice yeah. heavy uh, donut. <clears throat> Boston yeah. cream's a little too much of that uh, filling. Well, for me. the donuts today. Uh, you, you remember the original Hondas that came to this country with the little wheels? Oh yeah, when I was alive back yeah, then. No, these don't. <laughs> these donuts were as big as those <laughs> wheels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honda, I mean, the 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 vehicle. You don't remember the little like all of their tires look yeah, like yeah, donuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the they're basically donut. the size of a Cane's donut. Right? Yeah, you see somebody <laughs> riding. Those ones, are monsters. And. The cake ones weighed oh, easily half a pound. It was each. crazy. They so the guy, crazy donuts. Guy was great. Guy is a nice, loyal customer. Salt of the earth guy walks in with a <laughs> smile all the time. I mean, he's walking into a sky shop. You know? Yeah, you're not really walking in too angry. But he walked <laughs> in, and he said he was bringing a dozen donuts, and I. I was like, what the hell are you bringing? Like a sheet cake. <laughs> because he walked yeah. in like this. Like, I have no one sees who's listening. Like, my arms are like shoulder width apart. Like, so, like a sewer cap. So. <laughs> it was huge, the box. I'm like, what the, f- what's in there? And he what goes, the- the, those are your donuts. And I opened <laughs> oh, it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. They had one that had, um, Fruity Pebbles mm-hmm. on it. Oh, maple, yeah, yep. maple yep. bacon. bacon donut. Crazy. Oh, yeah. It wasn't as good as the Cane's donut, right? Or the Cane's, but they were donuts. gourmet donuts. They man. were good. They were donuts, really good yeah. donuts, man. They were three thousand calories each. So I, I, I thought time. I was, you know, doing myself a favor. I cut them in half and I ate a half of a jelly, <laughs> and then, and then eat the other half later. But after I ate the half of the jelly, I'm like, that feels like I ate like three donuts because <laughs> the thing, not like the half no, of the donut. It's, so it's easily yeah. three to four Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're tiny nowadays. Well, you know how. Like, Even back in the day, they were bigger. Yeah. Ed's just so understated and stuff. And, and when I looked over at him and he had this uh, like blueberry cake donut and <laughs> yeah. the thing was next to his head and it was the size of his head. And <laughs> yeah. he was looking at it like, how the how am I going to tackle this thing? <laughs> like I was like, I got a knife, man. I, I don't even know if he ended up cutting it in half. <laughs> I just went after it. It yeah. was before lunch, too. I felt it, it was a bad idea. I mean, the donuts were great. But Jonathan made these delicious steaks for lunch, and I, I had to oh, like tap that, out halfway yeah. through, and I was like, I can't That's eat tough. anymore. Yeah, yeah, he, a donut he? he always does. Yeah. He's nice enough to make me lunch, and, and half the time I'm not hungry, but you know, I try to eat anyway. It, it was good. He experiments on us, so I'm not sure. He put some <laughs> xanthan gum <laughs> or something. He does. He's like, I got this new thickener I'm going to put in there. I'm like, oh, just use cornstarch or something yeah. for the gravy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he used xanthan gum. Like, I'm like, dude, yeah. you're being pretentious. Like, when he got the sous vide, everything was Ooh, flipping sous vide. Right, you got to experiment. I mean, that's fair. I know, but experiment but yeah. on your own time. <laughs> he's finally got uh, He's finally got the pasta down, though. He's he's. I can consider him uh, an authority on the pasta. It's perfect <laughs> now. First couple, not so much, but mm-hmm. now it's great. Just like the cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, when it started out, I wasn't sure. No, I'm not sure. I've already smoked one. They're really good. Yeah. Yeah. Flavors. I mean, from thick. the first light, I was, I had no questions. The, the, so the finish, yeah, the finish on it is, is like short to medium. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not really long. Yeah. No, yeah no bad. But it's not, it's, it's still a substantial weight of the smoke. Like it's chewy. It's not like 
I don't know. I have smoke in my mouth. It's thick. Yeah, strength-wise, uh, put it at a six, maybe six and a half. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know. Empty stomach, hard to really gauge. I'm going to have to, unfortunately, agree with Jonathan on the fact that it's hard to tell a strength of a cigar when you first you know, light it up. It might taste like it's super strong. It's definitely full-flavored. Yeah, it's full-flavored. Yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling the, the nicotine a little bit. Yeah, mild, mild nicotine so far. But yeah, I can see that's going to be at a certain point. Like when we were smoking El Tayo, I didn't taste yeah, that it was going to be strong. And then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. I'm seeing... That, that creeps up on you. I'm seeing in the future. And <laughs> I, yeah. it Who wasn't a, a good strobe future. light? <laughs> <laughs> I had the pressure behind my eyes. I'm like, this thing is just too much. Uh, um, you saw the future and it was terrifying. It was scary. It was me throwing up from too much. <laughs> much nicotine but this is this is delightful I, I gotta say this is right in a kind of a sweet spot for people right i feel like somebody that's new and isn't really you know experienced and more like something lighter can enjoy this as a change of pace like something full flavor but i also think somebody like me who smokes heavy thick gauge tobacco is gonna like the flavor on this uh, uh i don't no? know i think it might be a little heavy like uh flavor well, wise for somebody who just smokes mild like if yeah. you're used to just smoking connecticut and stuff like that this might oh, be it a will be bit, yeah it'll be an experience that's uh, what i mean yeah something try it, to try though. yeah you know i think if you want to get an idea i mean this wouldn't be the most um the strongest thing that yeah. we sell so if you're trying to branch out, you're thinking that, you know, you're unsatisfied after your Connecticut and you always want to reach for something else, maybe start, you know, seeing, hey, is it time to go up to medium? Because I yeah. think some guys get stuck in Work a rut. Up, you, know. you know, it's important. Maybe not I, start with an $18 stick. Always <laughs> oh, start with an $18 stick. I sell the things. Man. Yeah, you start with this. And pretty soon when they're available, you can get these $18 cigars at your local brick and mortar that carries them hmm. or the number two guyscigars.com um, where there'll be free shipping over $150. So buy a box and we'll send them to you for free. What do you, huh. yeah. We'll have somebody literally <laughs> walk to you. Do the free. shipping will be free. Oh, I, see, this is what I listen <laughs> to. Po- <laughs> listen to the podcast on the way home. I'm like I said that. Like <laughs> I'm going to be listening to myself. Like what an idiot. <laughs> I was trying to listen to the top five from last week. If anybody has a chance, go back and listen. It didn't make any sense. So do you yell at yourself all the time? Yeah. <laughs> all the That's time. Why I don't even listen to them. I, 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 why did you say that? <laughs> Live through it once. Don't bother. I have doing to it rewind again. a couple yeah. times, and I'm like, I don't want to be the guy texting and driving, like or using my phone and driving so i just let it play and it's hearing yourself talk is sometimes like nails on the chalkboard. so the downloads are <laughs> up is it mostly you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. i listen on all the platforms i want to make sure that i didn't uh do something goofy or scratch my nose in a way that looked like a pick uh, i just want to make sure it's all looking good yeah, on most the people are too. watching so luckily it's we can change that though because we got the facebook yeah. presence we, now though? yeah no. sure man yeah, yeah. A handsome watch, gentleman you know, watch Come it live on. if you want comment we later know. i usually check in on it you know every few days so if you're watching it later on the the stream then yeah. you, you can comment maybe i'll comment back yeah you know, we'll see. <laughs> no, I, I try to be um, engaging on, on the social medias. Um, we got the, the Facebook group that's kind of um, more of an offshoot from this um, podcast. And the uh, gentleman, Thomas Rowe, shout out Thomas Rowe, who might be listening he's now. He's been posting a lot. Been posting a lot. Yeah. And he's a subscriber to the podcast. Good, good. So he's, uh, he's definitely um, he's definitely the pinnacle of dime stacking. <laughs> when when I had to pick a winner, there, there wasn't too many mm-hmm. to choose from who were even close. Mm-hmm. His volume of posts and the quality of his posts, yep. I, I, 
I don't know, man. Some of them, it looks like they did something artificial to keep it that long. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a there was a, a Roma Craft cigar that the guy must have stuck a you know pin in it or something because the <laughs> well, thing was like it yeah. was yeah. Right. Stick, you, oh, you, was it curved? The, that one you talking about? It, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I've had I've had asked you that before, and, and still hold, on. hold on, the guy was holding it like yeah, this. It took yeah. a paper clip, and you can take a paper clip and run Although it through that, the length. It might be a it. sign of a, a burn issue where it's not burning the inside quite as as well, but I don't know. It, anyway, it happens. Thomas was by far and away the best dime stacker since we opened up the open up the group a group stacking dime cigar club. If you yeah, I've heard enough about whatever, that. Guys. <laughs> We've said that that term whatever times. whatever. The what firm ask cigar club. Yeah, uh, so what do we do? Our ratings. All right, man. You want me to go first? Sure. I'm gonna go 94. I'm going 94, and it, it's unfortunate that I have to rate it at this point because it could go higher. Like we're still not into what I would consider the sweet spot of the cigar, but mm-hmm. it's delicious up to this point. Yeah. So I'm gonna anticipate, you know, consistent change, and I'm going 94. Yeah, I'm going 93. Um, it's got nice um, volume of flavors. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's got a, a lot of things going on each puff. Mm-hmm. Um, not many transitions so far. I mean, I'm about a couple inches in. Uh, slight changes, you know, as I'm moving along, but nothing drastic. Um, but enjoyable smoke, and I think it's worth the money. Oh, hell yeah. Ed? 92. Okay. You had to. Mm-hmm. I had to. Right. No, you're probably right at this point, 92. No, it's a, it's a very, very good cigar. Mm. Impressed. Yeah, so it's a 93 overall. That excellent score. Yeah. yeah, excellent score. And this is a box-worthy candidate. And 10-count boxes yeah, is going to be an box. easier buy, That's too. I'm, at, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming, you know, there's usually a box discount here at Two Guys Cigars. Mm-hmm. TwoGuysCigars.com, yeah, we'll number two. So we'll see. $18 MSRP per single. So we're looking right around... So it'll be sub 180 probably for the box. Mm-hmm. No, don't quote me on that, but yeah, <laughs> somewhere around there. Anyway, it won't be more worth trying. <laughs> All right, well, you've been listening to the assholes broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. You can download or share this episode or past episodes at unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. Check it out, and we'll see you next week. Stack some dimes, man. Stack them. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.